Welcome to the four-part teaching series, Living from the Spirit, featuring Kelsey O'Malley. In this series, you'll learn about being led by the Holy Spirit, hearing His voice, growing your spirit man, and understanding spiritual gifts. And now, here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to part four of four of the Living from the Spirit series with Kelsey O'Malley. It's going to be, guys, it's going to be juicy and scrumptious epic explosive uh just be expectant for the most amazing things to happen i'm excited guys um also uh yeah i just wanted to say a a quick thing because i don't say this enough and and i kind of want to hit this a couple of times maybe a couple times a week um this is presented by elijah streams a lot of you know what elijah streams is some of you don't but it's kind of our sister or our mother i guess a streaming Sir, um, platform and they do a lot of long form uh, interviews and they talk our parent channel. Thank you. Elimination. <laughs> the word wasn't coming to me, our parent channel. Uh, but we're both under the umbrella of the Elijah list ministries. We just embrace the word of the Lord from prophets and prophecy and, and uh, the glory. We're all about the glory guys. Uh, and so, yeah, but we also have a very small team running this. It takes a lot of work. Uh, and we live off of donations from people. So if you guys go to ElijahFire.com slash donate, that's ElijahFire.com slash donate. Even if you have 10 bucks to give, like seriously, that makes a huge difference in what we're able to do. Uh, products we're able to buy to help make our jobs easier to do this better so that we can get things out quicker. And you guys have been so generous um, already. And so we just thank you so much to everybody who's been donating. We honor you guys. Uh, And yeah, you also fund the producer's coffee uh, and my coffee, actually. Uh, So yeah, we just thank you guys so much. So yeah, if you you even have five bucks to give, a dollar to give, go to to ElijahFire.com slash donate and just send a donation today. And thank you in advance. God bless you guys. Today is going to be awesome. This is the epic finale of the Living from the Spirit series with Kelsey O'Malley. So without any further ado, let's give it up for my guest, Sally O'Malley. Hey. I've been waiting for you to say that series. I was like, when is Jeff going to call me Sally? Okay, now you have to just call me that. And then they may not know. So it was a... Uh, it was an old skit from Saturday Night Live back when it was good. And it was Molly Shannon, who also plays Mary Catherine Gallagher, the thing to anybody who knows. <laughs> Anyone uh, who's, yeah. who's above the age of 20. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and so she had this character named Sally O'Malley. And so my sister and I would call Kelsey Sally just as a joke. Like that was her nickname between the two of us. Hey, did you get Sally's thumbnail ready? And so that's what we do. Uh and so one day I told her and I sent her the skit and it's basically this lady named Sally O'Malley. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, Come on. ladies and gentlemen, my name is Sally O'Malley. I am 50 years old and I like to kick, stretch and kick. I'm 50. And she's like 50 years old. So anyways, that's the skit. It's funny. Um, yeah. So then I told Kelsey and, and so, yeah, that's, that's the story. So now yeah. he has he he feels so tempted to call me Sally. Mm-hmm. There's times where I've almost time accidentally called you Sally, and I was like, I just need to tell her so that if I do, if it does slip out, that time I did it on purpose. Though. 
But so yeah. I'm Sally yeah. O'Malley. I'm 50 years old. 50 years old. Yeah. So that's the that's the inside joke, everybody. And you're all in on it now. Yep. Everybody's in on our joke now. And I'm sorry for all the times <laughs> you can get called Sally from now on. <laughs> but not really. Yeah. Hashtag Sally O'Malley. There we go. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, everybody's in on it. So now I'm going to get people. I know people watch Elijah Fire from now on. If they start saying like Sally, LOL, I will mm -hmm. know that you have sent them to me from Elijah Fire. So thanks, mm -hmm. Jeff. You're welcome. I'll make sure to tag you in every single. That's, yeah, that's the watermark now. You know, like anytime <laughs> somebody calls you Sally, that you know, oh, they're from Elijah Fire. Yeah, mm -hmm. so. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, Kelsey, let's get into this because there's like, well, th this is like a really, really juicy uh juicy episode if i dare say so myself so what are we going to talk about today so we're going to be talking about um dreams visions open visions closed vision trances angelic encounters um holy spirit voice encounters and it's all going to be from the word of god so i'm going to be sharing where they are in the word of god how can we experience visions, trances, angelic encounters, all of the things that are all throughout the word. Uh, so they're for us today. And it's part of living in the spirit because once you start to live in this place where you are spirit filled and you understand that our thoughts are fixed above, we're, our, our thoughts are not fixed on this earth. They're fixed above in heavenly places. We're seated in heavenly places. And when that becomes a reality, visions just start to happen because when you're linked up with the Holy Spirit and you, and we're also going to talk about um, something that's very, people don't understand the visionary realm, but the way I share it with you, it's going to open it up for you. And it's going to make you realize that you've been having visions. You just haven't realized it yet because no one's explained it to you as simple as I'm going to explain it because mm -hmm. everyone wants to make it super spiritual. Like I'm extra special if I have visions. You're not extra special. You're just a child of God. And we're all extra special to him. And he wants to show every one of his children things. The Bible says the Holy Spirit will come and tell you of things that are to come. So that's a promise to us already. So I'm going to kind of break it down when we get into the vision, the visionary realm and just teach you what a vision is, uh, a closed vision, and how many of you are already experiencing that mm. you're just you're just not aware yet because people complicate it and make it sound like it's only for the fivefold and it's only for someone who's been walking with god 15 years and that's not true you could have gotten saved yesterday and god can give you a vision actually god can give you visions before you're even born again let me just I've be had honest people just, on my show who've talked about that mm -hmm. yeah. just like dreams did you dream before you gave your heart to christ yes you did yeah. So these are ways that God talks to us, but he kicks it up a notch when we become born again, because he kicks it up a notch and lets us know, okay, now I'm going to start to show you things to come. Now I'm going to start to give you heavenly insight because you're connected with me. You know, God's a spirit. So he only speaks spirit to spirit. So that's why you need your spirit man to, to be grown and big and you need to live in the spirit because a lot of people, their perception is so focused on the worldly um what we see like in mm -hmm. front of us the world that they miss a lot of times what god is saying because mm -hmm. their perception is not linked up um with the spirit 
before we start, guys, let's just pray yeah. because I don't know. Today's Friday. I don't know what what today looked like for you, um, but let's just let's just come before the Lord and let's mm. just get our eyes focused on Jesus. So, Father, we love you so much and we're so thankful for your son. Lord, we're so thankful for your word, God, that you give us uh, the blueprint of how we're to live, Father, through your holy word. I thank you, God, that you are a personal God. You want to touch us and meet us and encounter us, God, that you don't leave us in a dead, dry religion, God, that we can have joy and peace and righteousness. And Jesus, we just fix our eyes on you today. Lord, we thank you that you're the author and finisher of our faith. We thank you that you write our book. We thank you, God, that we are a supernatural being naturally. We've been born anew. We're a brand new creation. Lord, give us greater perception uh, to know you and to see where you're working. Lord, I pray you would anoint my words to speak what you'll have me to say. And I pray that every ear would be open listening to this. Every heart would be open listening to this, God, and they would receive some fresh revelation, some fresh bread from heaven today, right from your heart, Father. We love you. We honor you. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Take it away, Kelsey. All right. Let's, let's you know, you know I'll talk the whole time. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do it. Last, okay, last so episode. we're, we're going to start out with dreams because um, go ahead and, and uh, click some hearts or hit a thumbs up if you're a dreamer because a lot of us are dreamers but we don't know how to steward our dreams rightly. And we think that they're just throwaway dreams. Okay, dreams are symbolic, guys. So visions are usually, um, they can be especially open visions. They're usually very direct. Um, but with dreams, they're super symbolic. So we might have a dream of where we're driving a car and all of a sudden we drive on top of the water. Have you guys ever had that dream where you're in a car and you're driving on mm. the water? Like, oh, like what's happening? What does this mean? So dreams are super symbolic. So the first thing I would say is if you're a dreamer, get some type of dream interpretation book. I recommend the Divinity Code by Adrian Beale and Adam Thompson. Oh, yes. Also, yeah, it's a great book. Cindy McGill has a great book on dreams, which you she's been on Elijah streams. You guys probably know and Elijah her. Fire. Yep. And Elijah fire. Um, John Paul Jackson has a book on dreams. He has courses on dreams. So if that is the primary way the Lord encounters you, whether it, if it's dreams or visions, um, you would know what you have the most of. So if you're a big dreamer, make sure you invest in some type of dream book. Yeah, I also want to throw one more in there because I haven't read it, but I got it from my wife because she she's a big dreamer. Um, and she said this was one of her favorites, especially as an introductory. It's called The Dream Book by Stephanie Shurman, I think is how you say it. But we'll put all the links into these uh, after the show into the okay. description so that people can just jump in and buy all of them if they want to. Yeah, it'll it'll really help your dream life. And it, it really helps you because when you write down even the little keys of the dreams, just write down the little things you remember. And then you can go to the dream book. And also, you know, when you go into the dream books, there's going to be lots of meanings for those words. So obviously you need to ask the Holy Spirit which one is right. So the Holy Spirit will lead you and say, because sometimes there's a positive and a negative spin. You could take either way, but you would know in your heart what God is saying to you. So 
All right, dreams and scripture. There's some major dreamers. Um, we're going to talk about New Testament. Um, you know, Mary and Joseph. Joseph had a bunch of dreams all throughout Matthew. I think he had four dreams with angels encountering him, um, saying, "Hey, don't go here. Hey, do this, do that." So uh, Joseph would have dreams. I'm going to take you guys first to Matthew one. 20 and 21, the Bible says, while he was still debating within himself about what to do, that was when he found out Mary was pregnant, had been impregnated by the, the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit. And he's like, what do I do? So he's falling asleep, like many of us do when we're going through something, falling asleep, it's pondering in our minds over and over. He's going, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Falls asleep. So the Bible says he was debating within himself what to do. He fell asleep and had a supernatural dream. An angel from the Lord appeared to him in clear light and said, Joseph, descendant of David, don't hesitate to take Mary into your home as your wife, because the power of the Holy Spirit has conceived a child in her womb. She will give birth to a son and you're to name him Savior, for he is destined to give his life to save his people from their sins. So this is out of the Passion Translation. And you know something that really jumped out at me? is um, an angel from the Lord appeared to him in clear light and said, Joseph, descendant of David, if you have ever had an uh, angel come into your dream, a lot of times when angels come into your dreams, they come like a clear figure and they step through and then you see them. So the times I've had angels come into my dream to give me a message, they first look like they're see-through. Like, mm -hmm. like they're a figure, but they're see-through and then they step through and then I can see them. It's it's the coolest thing. It's like they do come in this clear light. Wow. And not always does this have to happen. But when I read that, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Because I've had that exact same experience. And when angels come into, the dr into your dream to uh, give you a message, listen, you need to take that very seriously. Mm -hmm. Don't just say, oh, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is just me. No, you need to, that is a very serious dream from God when you're having angelic encounters in your dreams. And that's one of the ways that angels will come. Um, sometimes they come through visions or sometimes um, you feel them in the room and you'll hear something in your ear. There's lots of different ways that angels will um, give messages to you. But one of the ways is in dreams. Mm -hmm. And I remember one time I had a dream where an angel came in and it was the coolest experience because he started speaking in heavenly angelic tongues. Wow. And it was so beautiful. His tongues were so, so beautiful. And he was talking, I asked him, I said, will you ask the father this in the dream? And he started speaking to the father in his angelic tongues. Hmm. And it was like, I was like blown away in my dream. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And like, <laughs> the thing is, is that, God wants us to experience him and enjoy him mm -hmm. and get to know him in this yeah. way. So God will give you dreams with angelic encounters, or God will give you calling dreams or destiny dreams where uh, maybe some of you on here, you're dreamers. And in your dreams, a lot of times you're laying your hands on the sick and they're recovering. And you're having a lot of dreams like that, mm -hmm. where you are laying your hands on people and they're getting healed. Uh, I'm just going to give you a really, really uh, guiding word right now. God wants you to do that. So mm -hmm. if you are having those dreams time and time, God is telling you something that your hands 
are anointed with the gift of healing. This is not just if you believe you will cast out demons, you will heal the sick, you will speak in new tongues. This is the gift of healing. The Lord is revealing to you in your dreams that he has given you something and he wants you to use it. Maybe there's some of you, you're casting demons out in your dream. You're rebuking and casting out demons. There's something for you to do in the kingdom. God is training you in your dreams. And what you will see is it will manifest in the future in your walk with God. Mm. So these are all calling dreams. They're destiny dreams where God's saying, hey, I've given you this and I'm going to use you. And you're going to see demons leave people. You're going to see people get healed. Um, so pay attention to those dreams because the Lord is leading you and guiding you through his spirit in those dreams. He's trying to tell you something, Yeah, you know. Good. Don't just say, oh, well, you know, I watch a lot of videos where people get healed. Well, yeah, there's a reason the Holy Spirit's leading you to do that. Yeah. You know, that's another thing. Oh, well, it's because I watched it. Well, yeah, because the Holy Spirit is leading you to do that. You know, you mm -hmm. you know a lot of your gifting. If all you can do is watch evangelists and you have such a heart to watch how evangelists get people saved and your, your heart burns for souls. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say that that's a calling on your life is you're going to be very, very blessed by the Lord to win people to Jesus. Mm. And, and if you, if all you do is watch prophets, you watch Elijah's dreams every single day, you're so hungry to learn the prophetic. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say that God is, is leading you there because there's yeah. a gift deep inside of you. Absolutely. And it, it's going to develop. That's the other thing. It's going to develop. And in these types of dreams where you're, you're encountering the Lord in these ways by his spirit, these are all spirit led dreams where you're doing things for the kingdom. So pay attention to those dreams and just, just agree with them. Yeah. What do you want to say, Jeff? Oh, I was just going to say that sometimes it's even like just a desire on your heart to see yes. something specifically. Like you read about it in scripture and you're like, Oh man, like I like, okay. For instance, for me, it was, it was, uh, the whole aspect of discerning of spirits and words of knowledge. And I remember I would hear like, uh, my, when I was a young Christian, like young, young, I heard my youth pastor's wife talking about, she, oh, there's this woman that I know she's crazy. Like she'll like go, we'll be out at lunch. And all of a sudden she'll be like, hold on, I need to go talk to that person. They're dealing with this. And I was like, whoa. And it felt so far away. Uh, and then I realized that that's how I operate. And, and it just took time of pursuing the Lord, but then even just him realizing like, I mean, there's a reason why it says in scripture, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. You know, it's, yeah. I think, I think that's really, really important. That's not just like, oh, well, God, I desire a million dollars. And oh, like, it, it's, it's deeper than that. It's not like he's a vending machine when it comes to things of the spirit. Of course, God wants to awaken us. Of course he wants yes. you to, to move and operate in these gifts. Of course he does. You know, like, oh, I guess it's not for me, but it's always been a desire in my heart delight yourself in the Lord. I'll even take it a step farther. Psalm 37, four, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. I, that's kind of one of my life verses. And that's something that I've just known to be true in my life. I've seen it played out. At one point I was in the time with the Lord and he gave me part two of that, which was Colossians three, two, which is set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. So if you put those together, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Well, how do you delight yourself in the Lord? Set your mind on things above, not mm. on earthly things. So mm. mic drop. There you go. Boom. Yeah. Don't you love when the Holy Spirit start, starts hooking scriptures up together? Oh, it's awesome. 
so awesome. Cause yeah. then you're like, Oh my gosh. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> and he will do that for you. That's, that's another way the Holy spirit speaks to us is we start to read a scripture and you'll, you'll be going through your Bible and you read one scripture and then another scripture gets quickened to your spirit as you're reading that one. And you're like, Oh, it's just like this one. That is the Lord speaking to you through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Make sure you make a little note in your Bible of that scripture right next to the other scripture, because there is a link there for you that the Lord wanted to reveal to you. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. You know, that was a that was a treasure for you. Yeah. So a uh, question that I saw in the comments, it was actually one that I was thinking of myself as a good one to, to ask is what what does it mean when like a prophet shows up in your dream? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Or okay, well, it depends what they're it doing. Be, it could it be depends an evangelist. What they're... Okay. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, or it could be an evangelist, it could be, you know, some a prominent figure, but yeah, so so it depends what they're doing in, in your dream. You know, are they giving you a word? Um, are they uh, laying their hands on you? I mean, I, I kind of need to know the context of the dream because a lot of times God will use um, uh, messengers like that where a prophet will come in your dream and speak something to you. And the reason God's using that specific person is because there's something linked with you that's similar what they have. Okay, I'll I'll give you one of mine. I had this in early 2020. So this is pre-Crazy Town USA. This is pre, you know, all that. But it has nothing to do with that. But it was just before that. I was in this, um, it almost looked like, you know, when you go to like a conference or you go somewhere else and it was, um, they have all these tables with merchandise and books and stuff. And James Gall was standing there. Love James Gall. and. He's and I went up to him and I said, Hey man, I just wanted to say thank you. Like your ministry has been instrumental in God showing me how to discern uh spirits, all that stuff. And he got really excited and he runs across the hall to this like stack of boxes. And it's like, and he goes over and he grabs a book and he he signs it and he goes up to me and he goes, This is my gift to you. And then the dream ended. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, that's very cool. Um, I think in that, I think in that sense, Jeff, it's because the prophetic calling on your life is very strong. And that's why God used a prophet to do that. And that was him gifting, gifting you something. He was giving you something. Mm. So that's, that's really interesting. That's definitely with the prophetic call. Mm. Um, And with a book, I mean, I don't know what's down the road for you, Jeff, but I'm just saying just saying, um, <laughs> just saying. Yeah. So, you know, something like that is, uh, I think it is a, um, God is using a prophet cause there's a similar call on the life mm-hmm. on your life. Um, it's where cool. you operate very strongly. Um, you know, probably wouldn't have an evangelist come in and to your dream and do something similar just because, um, you know, God's put you down the path of, of being very prophetic. And so I would say if someone comes into your dream, pay attention to who it is and what their role is in the body. And if they give you a word or if they lay hands on you or if they give you something, um, that's really, really important. 
also, again, letting you know the influence, the, the leadership or the influence that God wants to send into your dream. Because there's someone higher than you, God's sending them into your dream for a reason, you know? So, and I, so one other thing that I've learned to do as well is look at their name. What does their name mean as well? That's so, James, so good. One thing that I'm recalling this from, because what I do is that if I have a dream, I I write down the dream and then I get all the key details, names of people, places, objects, and I go through and I seek the Lord on what those things mean. So one of the things I looked at yeah. was James. James means supplanter. And that actually goes in line with the word God gave me himself. It was the first time I ever heard God tell me, go to this scripture and read it or go to this chapter. And it was in Jeremiah chapter one. And I was like, I've never had this happen before. And I was like, what? I just feel like I really need to read James chapter one. And, and uh, I've said on the show a couple of times that God often shows me my giftings in the past. You showed me my giftings by my misuse of the gifting, <laughs> uh, which is yeah. humbling. And there's a part in there where, where God is talking to, uh, Jeremiah and he says, I've called you to tear down and to destroy and to build and to plant. And God was like, you've done a great job at tearing down and destroying. Not so much with building and planting. And I was like, Oh, that's so every young prophet's problem. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so, uh, James, it, James means supplanter. So it is definitely that aspect of removing and replacing Wow. To tear down wow. and destroy to build and to plant. So to me that I saw the connection there too, where I was like, oh, God is rem also reminding me of what he said to me when I was young in the Lord. So yes. Go. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's so, so awesome. Yeah. I think, I think your dreams are, are, there'll be dreams you'll have that are, you'll never forget them. Like it, it can be five years and you remember every single little detail of a dream. Those are definitely heavenly calling dreams mm. because you do not forget one yeah. single detail. You can relive it in your brain right now. Those type of dreams are, you know, sent from God. They're so they're vital to your walk. And it's, it's really good too to go back to those dreams that you've had if you haven't in a while and say, hey, am I doing what the Lord showed me here? You know, am, am I, am I living the way I need to, in order to see this fulfilled? Hmm. You know, those are really, really important aspects of dreaming. Yeah. And, yeah. and the Bible says in my, the last days, I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters will, uh, uh, see visions and, or no, you're in the last days, I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters will prophesy your, your, um, young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. So we're in a time now, I said last time, our generation's extremely prophetic, mm. very prophetic. Uh, we just are part of a generation that hears God, sees God, know, and that's the grace of God on us, that we just can know him, you know, so well. It's just like, it seems like the acceleration that's on our generation is crazy. Like there's been people who've had to plow for years and years and years and years. And it's like, people just turn to God and within two weeks, it's like, they're speaking in tongues, they're prophesying, they're dreaming. I mean, God is accelerating these times. And so 
you know, if, if you're not a dreamer and you desire to dream, just ask God and he'll give mm -hmm. it to you. You know, just start to ask him like, hey, God, I'd, I'd really love for that realm to open up up for me so I can also have dreams. So I can also encounter you in that realm. God is such a good father. You know, if you ask for dreams, he's not going to give you nightmares. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He's a good father. So just just start to ask him if you've not experienced him in that way. But our generation is super, super prophetic. Yeah. And what happens is we can take it for granted because we have so much. So we can start to say, oh, well, I dream all the time. So, you know, yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. But you know what? There's there's really special dreams that you won't ever forget. And I, I, I'm going to say to you, really pay attention to those. Because yeah. that that is God's heart for you. Absolutely. Make sure more than anything, those are the dreams you're paying attention to. Yeah. Okay, we're going to get into visions now because there's opened, closed vision, and there's trances. Okay, let's start with um, let's start with a closed vision, just because I think that's the most common type of vision is a closed vision. So that is where um, your eyes can be closed or open, and you are seeing a movie like uh um thing play out in your head uh, uh where it's your eyes are closed or open but in your imagination in your mind you are seeing something that you have not thought of so it's not it's not like i just watched a movie and then i'm closing my eyes and remembering that movie okay i'm bringing it up this is something that happens when you're praying or when you're seeking God or even when you're reading the Bible and this vision can come and it seems like it comes out of nowhere. And all of a sudden you're kind of seeing this movie play out in your mind, but you don't know where it came from. So we're going to uh, we're going to say it like this. Remember when um, God called Ananias. So Paul sees a bright light on the road to Damascus, open vision, boom, his eyes were open. He sees this bright light. It blinds him. He hears Jesus say, Paul, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And so open vision sees this light, blinds him so that he has to be carried into the city. And for three days, he's blinded. God speaks to Ananias in a vision and says, hey, go to this place where Saul of Tarsus is, lay your hands on him. Tell him he's destined to be used for my glory. Um, you know, pray the Holy Spirit would fill him, all this stuff. So he goes and does as God said. So God speaks to Ananias in a vision. Um, I believe it was a closed vision because he was praying and he just started to hear the voice of God. I'm sure the Lord showed him where to go, where the house was. So he gets there. And the crazy thing is, is the Bible says that. So Saul at this point, who was changed into Paul. So Saul was blind. Remember, he sees the light. It blinds him. He is blind. He cannot see, but he's having a vision of Ananias come to lay his hands on his eyes so he can see. Hmm. So tell me how a blind man can have a vision if it's through my natural eyes. Somebody explain that to me because it's not through the natural eyes. Hmm. It was a closed vision. So right there, if you want to understand closed visions, that's the best explanation in scripture that teaches about closed visions. Saul was blind and saw a vision of Ananias coming, laying his hands on his eyes so he could see. Paul was blind, which means he was seeing this in his imagination, in his mind. He was seeing a man come and lay his hands on his eyes so he can see. That is a closed vision. 
Many, many of you listening right now have closed visions all the time. You do, you're just not aware of it because you think every time I see an angel or Jesus or anything, my eyes have to be wide open and it's like I, like I see Jeff. No, there's something called a closed vision and where you will be, your eyes can be open. I can see things with my eyes open, but it's through my through my imagination. So I can see if there's an angel standing behind Jeff right now, I see it with the eyes of my spirit. If I saw it with my natural eyes, I probably would scream and, and turn this off and not be okay for like a week. <laughs> but I see it with my spiritual eyes. So if something is there, that's how I'm discerning it. And most seers see that way. They're not seeing open-eyed. Can you see open-eyed? Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But it's not usually the norm. It mm -hmm. might be a one-off here or a one-off there. And, um, you know, but it's it's not usually the norm. We know the disciples, when Je they had open visions, when Jesus was getting ready to ascend back to the Father. So they see him going up in the clouds, okay? And then what does the Bible say? There's two angels that come and say, why are you looking up? He's going to come back the same way he ascended. So this is an open vision. They are seeing two angels standing there, two men in white standing there. This is an open vision. They are actually seeing them stand there. We know that um, Cornelius, when, when he was praying, praying at three o'clock in the afternoon, he had been fasting, worshiping. He gives to the poor. An angel comes, open vision. He's praying, an angel comes in. He's so scared. He, he falls to the ground like a dead man. He's so, this is an open vision. And the angel says, you know, God has, has heard your prayers. Uh, your giving has come up like a sweet incense. And then he tells him what to do. So open visions are just as important as closed visions. But we can't discount the closed visions and say, oh, well, that's, that's just me. That's not God. No, if you start to become perceptive, if you want to be a spiritual person, this is this is what it is. I go into prayer and I seek God and I close my eyes and I let the Lord show me what he wants to show me. Yeah. And sometimes it's very personal. It's just for me. Other times it's for someone else or for my family or other things like that or what God wants to do on the earth. Or maybe I'll see something in a different nation. But you know what? If we say, oh, that's not real, that's just me, you're going to lose so much revelation of what God is trying to tell you. If you have doubt and unbelief, that is a hindrance to your spiritual walk. You need to start to believe that what you're seeing, God is showing you that. That is the Lord showing you that, that strange thing. And, and sometimes closed visions can be kind of strange. And then you have to ask God, God, what does this mean? Also yeah. trances. Trances are when, you know, you, you zone out. So the best way to describe the difference between a closed vision and a trance. In a closed vision, you're aware of where you're at. So I'm aware. I'm sitting in my prayer closet. I'm on the ground. I'm laying on the floor. I'm aware of where I am. With a trance, you're starting to see in your mind but you, you, you're not aware of where you are anymore. It's become so real inside of you that you forget that you're in your home laying on the floor. You're so caught up in that, that you are now, that's where you are. So that's the best way to describe the difference mm, between a, a closed uh, vision and a trance. We know Peter had a trance on the top of the rooftop. So he comes home. The Bible says he's hungry. He goes up to the rooftop. He sits back. He starts to pray. He's waiting for lunch and he trances out. 
He's no longer in that chair in his mind. He sees this sheet come down with the four-footed animals. Get up, Peter, kill and eat. Oh, no, Lord, I've never eaten anything unclean. So this is a trance. Peter is trancing out. And, and the, the cool thing I love about that story, in case you missed it, this is a huge key to spiritual encounters with God. Peter was hungry and he had to walk through that house to get to the roof, right? So he could have stopped and said, well, I'm just going to snack for a little bit, turn the TV on, chill out. <laughs> like I'm hungry. I've been like ministering all day. But you know what? He didn't do that because he was led by the spirit. Something in Peter told him to go to the rooftop to pray. And he was hungry. Instead of snacking and eating and, you know, having some hummus, he went up and he knew by the spirit that he needed to pray. He felt the burden on him. And so he was obedient and he went up to the rooftop and he trances out and God shows him this, which is the image of the Gentiles being clean before God that the gospel could go to the Gentiles. Think about the weight of that trance. And if he wouldn't have gone up there, you know, it could, God would have had to delay the things who knows how long. And the other thing about the trance that we learned from that story is Peter trances out. Then it, the Bible says he's pondering. What does this mean? This is so weird. Why would God tell me to eat these disgusting creatures like ew i'm not eating that so he's sitting here pondering what does this trance mean so right away when he trances out he didn't know the meaning of it he didn't get revelation like that he had to he had to dialogue with god okay that's a key another key to a spiritual encounter is peter didn't know right away peter the one whose shadow healed the sick the one who walked with jesus so close the, jesus restored him gave him this awesome ministry but he didn't know what it meant right away. He had to dialogue it out with God. Mm -hmm. And then as he's dialoguing it out, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit says to him. So here we hear him receiving from the Holy Spirit. He knew it wasn't him. He knew that this was the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit says to him, hey, there's these men coming. I want you to go with them. So he's trying to think, what does this trance mean? As he's thinking that, he hears the Holy Spirit whisper to him and say, hey, there's men coming for you. I want you to go with them. And then somewhere along the three-day journey, which I believe, I think it's a three-day journey, when he gets to Cornelius's house, he understood what the trance meant. So some, it doesn't say exactly when, but you know those, he's, he's sitting there going, just like we all do. There's people listening right now going, I had a trance. I have an open vision. I'm still dialoguing with God. Mm -hmm. God. What does that mean? That's okay. That's okay. That's how it is. We dialogue with God. We figure out what it means. And there's so many layers to visions and dreams and encounters. One time I was reading um, a story out of the Bible. Remember when there was um, five loaves and two fishes and they had 12 baskets of leftovers left and jesus says hey i want you to gather up everything into baskets so there is nothing wasted and nothing left i remember reading that story through my bible and the holy spirit said to me that's what it's like for every spiritual encounter i don't want anything left and i want everything picked up and cherished because my people leave all the scraps everywhere and they never get the full revelation of what i'm trying to say mm. they discard it and so there's been encounters that you've had with God. You need to go revisit them because there's something there you missed 
that God was trying to show you. And like Jeff said, look up the names, look up the places, look up the symbolism, look up the date of your encounter, look up, was it during the week of the festival? It's like all these things, there's, you can dig into your encounters and dig into your, don't leave anything wasted. Yeah. Because there's so much in it. You know, when the, when the sheet was dropped down in the end, do you know how much was in that, that Peter received? I'm sure it unfolded and unfolded and unfolded as the days went on. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. And that's what God will have us to do with our trances and our dreams and our open visions. Keep revisiting them with God. Mm -hmm. keep getting everything. Don't leave any leftovers because God doesn't want anything wasted. He wants you to have the full revelation um, of what it is that he's trying to say to you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important to not rush the process. Like when I was younger and I'd get dreams or visions, yep. I would be right, like, tomorrow. I need to know what this means now, <laughs> like right now. Lord. Yeah. And then I would think there was something wrong with me and blah, 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 blah. Nothing new under the sun, right? Like everybody says the exact same things. And they think that like the lie is that you're the only person that's not, not able to interpret your dreams. And so you're like, well, forget this or whatever. Or my advice to everybody who's dreaming, whether it's you get a dream, you get a vision, uh, you get a word, write it down be a good mm -hmm. steward because it shows that you're attentive and honestly when i get into that process and i write stuff down there's something that activates where even if i don't even if i don't get the meaning sometimes i actually remember more of the dream as i'm writing i'm like oh yeah and then this happened and this happened exactly but here's the thing too is when you're writing down the meaning of different things names all this stuff you're going to like your spirit is going to know when yes. you get over the mark. So you're like, I don't know. It could be this. It could be that. It could be this. No, it's like ding, 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 ding. You're like, nowhere. Oh. Yeah. Everything just fires off and you go, yes, that's what it was. Like I had seen a, a, a dragon in a dream and I was like, damn it. Like, I feel like I, I know the dragon means something obviously. And so I open up the divinity code. And one thing they stress in that is do not, do not be so rigid as to look at the the stuff in the glossary and go, it has to be one of these three things that they're mentioning. No, it doesn't. But right. in this case, I sometimes I'll go down the list and I'll go, no, 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 yep. no. No, I don't feel Same. like it was any of this. Like, okay, Lord, what is it? But then in this case, I was going through, I was like, boom, boom, boom. Yes, that's exactly what it was. Principality. My my knower immediately engaged. And I was like, that's what it was. Um, and so uh I think that's important. To, to know that sometimes I've written dreams down. I still don't know what they mean. I remember yeah. them because I wrote them down, but I still don't know what they mean. And that's okay. Yes. And what you said was so good is when you hear something from God, like let's say you're driving in the car and you're just talking to God or you're praying in tongues and you hear a phrase, please take your phone out at the red light and write that down. Because you will not remember that phrase when you go home. How many of you are saying amen right now? This has happened to me so many times <laughs> yeah. where God has dropped something in my spirit. And because I did not write it 
for the life of me, I could not remember what the phrase was. And it was like a powerhouse phrase. Mm. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's good. Like, cause I talked to the Holy Spirit like that. Like if he yeah. drops something, I'm like, oh, yeah. that's so good. Yes. And then by the time I get home, I'm like, what was it? And a lot of times I can, it will not be requickened to me again because I, in that moment, was not obedient to write it down. And I think he's trying to teach me through the discipline of like, hey, you need to write this stuff down. Don't just think, because what I'm giving you is spirit to spirit and you're trying to use your mind to remember it. Mm -hmm. Just like when you pray in tongues. Okay, when I pray, I can pray out loud in the spirit right now and in my mind, read my Bible. So I can be praying right now in the spirit, but in my mind, as I'm praying out loud in the spirit, I can read my Bible because your mind and your spirit is not the same. Your, your spiritual language, they've actually even done tests on this, which is so crazy. They've done brain scans on when people pray in the spirit and they say, it is not your mind. Your mind is not engaged, which is like scientific proof yeah. that you, praying from your spirit is not your mind, which is so cool. Yeah. So cool. we're receiving this in the spiritual realm, but we're trying to remember it with our mind. It doesn't work that way. You know, God speaks mm -hmm. spirit to spirit. So some of you who pray in tongues, we actually had a question last time, illumination I never got to, which was, um, hey, let me see, I have it right here. Okay, what is speaking in tongues? Because that's a huge, huge question to a lot of people. Okay, yeah. what is speaking in tongues? And so I want I want to go over that real quick while we're here, because a lot of people say, oh, well, wh what's the scripture they use, Lord? It's okay. First Corinthians 12, 10. This is what everyone uses to say that tongues is not for everybody. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, the ability to distinguish between spirits. To another, various kinds of tongues. To another, interpretation of tongues. So they're saying, see, that's a gift. To, you know, it's a gift of the Holy Spirit. But that is, the gift of tongues is different from the baptism of the Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. That's the first thing I want to say. The gift of tongues is like diverse tongues, where it will like sound Chinese and then German and then Russian. That is the gift of tongues. You know, um, there's a lot of, uh, you know who has it? Um, Perry Stone has the gift of tongues, where it's like if you listen to him pray in tongues, every time it's a different dialect of tongues. It's crazy. But like most of us just, we are baptized in tongues and it's our prayer language. And the Bible says that when we pray in the spirit, we're communing one-to-one -one with God. We're seeking the deep things of God. We're searching out the mysteries of God. The Bible says that it edifies our own spirit. So the gift uh, of tongues is different from the baptism with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Um, and here is how it's for everyone. Mark 16, 17. And these signs will accompany those who believe. Okay. These signs will accompany those who believe. Are, is everyone on here a believer? You all say yes. Okay. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. So there's a scripture that it is for every believer. They will speak in new tongues. For one, 1 Corinthians 14, 2, for one who speaks in a tongue speaks not to men, but to God. For no one understands him, but he utters mysteries in the spirit. 
Acts 19, 6, when Paul laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them and they began speaking in tongues and prophesying. Jude 1, 20, but you, beloved, build yourselves up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. So tongues is for everyone. So those scriptures should let you know the difference between the gift of tongues and speaking in tongues, but it is absolutely for everyone. The apostles would go around, lay hands, people would receive um, the gift of the spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. It's still available today. The last time me and you were on, Jeff, I think we prayed for a baptism of the Holy Spirit not that long ago. And I had many people email me and say that they spoke in their heavenly language for the first time. That's so cool. And so, which is so cool because God is, is like, okay, that is, that is my gift to you. The Bible says in Galatians, the only qualification for you to receive the Holy Spirit is to believe in the Messiah. If you believe in the Messiah, the gift of the Holy Spirit is for you. Mm -hmm. So don't let anyone talk you out of that. It is your number one weapon against the enemy. Don't ever let someone say, oh, no, that's only for a select amount of people. That's for every believer, every single believer. That's for you. And that's a weapon and a gift and a tool God's given you. The Holy Spirit wants to be so filled within you that he overflows out of you. God wants you to pray the mysteries. God wants to talk to you spirit to spirit. When we know not to pray, we pray in the spirit. When we've run out of what we can do, the Holy Spirit takes over. And the Bible says God knows the longings of our heart, but he also knows the longings of the Holy Spirit. And when you pray in the spirit, get this, guys, if anything else, this should excite you. When you pray in the Holy Spirit, the Bible says you're, you are praying for your own life, the perfect will of God. Who doesn't want the perfect will of God to manifest in their life? Okay, if you want the perfect will of God to manifest in your life, the Bible tells us to pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. When you're alone, when you're in the car, when you're in the shower, when you're in the bathroom, when you're on break from work, even at work, you can pray in the Spirit to yourself. But just start to make that. That's why the first episode, our homework was pray in the spirit every day, 10, 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Make it a habit that there is not one day that goes by that you don't pray in the spirit at least 10 minutes. And if that day you haven't and you're falling asleep at night, start praying in the spirit to yourself before you fall asleep because you are praying out the perfect will of God. And I want to share this testimony. Before COVID hit, I used to walk around my neighborhood each night for about an hour. And I would pray in the spirit around for about an hour. And I would do this nightly if it wasn't raining or wasn't cold. And I started seeing like about five, six months later, I started seeing crazy blessings, crazy doors opening in my life that I'm like, how is this happening? And the Lord's like, you've been sowing into your spiritual life every single day. And I'm answering all of the prayers that you're praying in the spirit. So I didn't, I don't know what I'm praying in the spirit. I don't know what I'm uttering, but I know I'm uttering the perfect will of God. Mm. And so you'll start to see the blessings begin to flow into your life as you're obedient to pray in the spirit. You'll start to see God move on your behalf in ways you're like, what is even happening, God? So it's such a powerful tool and living in the spirit. If you're going to live in the spirit, you're going to be one who prays in the spirit. It's just the way it is. You're going to be connected with heaven. You're going to be receiving the new oil, the new wine. You're going to be drinking from the rivers of living water. You're going to be filling yourself up with heavenly things. You're going to be eating the word of God. 
You know, you have to you have to eat the word of God every day. Try to read something in the word of God every day. When I first started reading the Bible, this is what I did. If you're brand new at this, this is what helped me. I got an app on my phone that would send me a Bible verse every day. And so I read that Bible verse every day, just one verse. That's where I started. I didn't start going, I'm going to read the Bible for three hours. I couldn't start there because we always start somewhere little. So that's what I started. And then once I, I started realizing that these scriptures are so powerful, like this is what I need. I don't need, I, I mean, I don't need a, this movie or this TV show, or I don't need a good article from People Magazine that makes me feel good about myself. Mm -hmm. This is what I need. Yeah. And my spirit recognized that. And then from there, I started reading the Bible. I started reading the word more and more. And then all of a sudden, this hunger for God's word started rising up in me. I started getting revelation, like you said, where the spirit would quicken verses with other verses. Yeah. The Lord started bringing me into the word where I started reading about Peter and his trance. And God started showing me all the things I shared with you today. How did I get all those things I shared with you today from reading the Bible the Holy Spirit gave me revelation on, on those things because it's alive, it's living, it's active, it's sharper than any double-edged sword. It's dividing my thoughts and intentions of the heart. The, the word of God is so powerful. So living in the spirit is also eating the word of God as food, as daily bread. Mm -hmm. Lord, give us this day our daily bread. Quicken the scripture to my heart. God, speak to my heart from your word. Lord, let me have visions. Let me have dreams. Let me have trances. Holy Spirit, speak to me. Like this is all part of the average, every Christian walk. This is for you. This is not for special people. This is for every single person to live. But if you don't decide with your free will to take time to seek God, if you don't, if you don't decide with your free will to open your Bible, if you don't decide with your own free will to give time to God and in prayer and worship, then this can't be opened for you because you're living in the world. And if you live for the world, you're at enemies with God. That's what the Bible says. We cannot live like the world. We cannot lust after the things of the world. Mm -hmm. We cannot care more about our Netflix series than we care about seeing and knowing God. And if you still care more about your Netflix series, you need to do some soul searching with God and say, Lord, why do I not hunger? And why am I not hungry for you? Why am I not on fire for you? Mm. And God will say, hey, if you meet me and talk to me about it, I'll let you know. Mm. But you got to meet with him. You got to sow time with him. Yeah. I mean, that's a relationship. That, that's how relationships work. And, and if you want to grow with God, you got to, you got to with your free will, you got to choose him first. Mm. You got to let go of the heavy weights. You got to let go of what people say about you. You got to let go of some, some toxic relationships. You got to let go of stuff. If you're going to walk in the spirit and you're going to be powerful for the kingdom, if you're going to be powerful for the kingdom of God, then you have to stomp the head of the devil, which is not living like him. If you're living like the devil, you're on his side. We got to decide we're done with that. You got to take a stand and say, you know what? I'm done with that. You got to be bold and courageous. I'm not living like that anymore. I want to read the word. I want to see you, God. I want to know you, God. I'm going to get serious about this. I'm going to choose to pray in the spirit. I'm going to choose to read my Bible. 
and you get serious and watch, God will meet you. When you decide in your heart that that's what you're going to do, God will meet you. He's so faithful. Mm. Ask, seek, and knock. You will find him when you start to live like that. Mm. Maybe not right away within the first day, the first hour. It might take some time, but you know what? The best things are worth really waiting for. The best things are worth sowing your time into. If you're a, if you want to build your body up and you want to get strong, you want a six pack. If I go to the gym for 20 minutes, one day of the year and, and look in the mirror and go, where's my six pack? Good luck. No way. Anyone with a really good body will tell you the dedication that they have. Any person that has a phenomenal, all the exercise people, my mom's saying, amen. She's a personal trainer. She'll tell you that you, you have to eat right. You have to work out. It, it, it takes over your life. And that's how our walk with God has to be. And it's about forming new habits, new habits. It's about forming new habits too. Mm -hmm. And that, that applies to things of the spirit because I have, I've had many conversations with people who are like, yeah, but I just don't like, I don't, I don't know. I just don't know if healing's real or I don't know if prophecy's real. Right. I want more of God in my life, but I just, I don't know. He feels distant. And I'm like, well, it's, I mean, it's because you're spending more time watching TV shows and doing other things and less time. When was the last time you read your Bible, bro? And, uh, and I think that obviously there are exceptions to this, but a lot of times the reason why God feels distant, we need to just, we need to admit that it's because we're selfish. It's because we want more. Uh, we think that we, oh, in order to relax, I need to do more of this thing. And a lot of it is just like with exercise, diet and exercise, it's a change in your lifestyle. It's a change in your habits and your daily routines. It needs to become a part of like with exercise, it needs to be like a part as normal as brushing your teeth. And some of you guys are like, ha, I don't brush my teeth, you know, but, (laughs) but, but for the, the rest of you who do that, it needs to be like that. Well, it's like, I, I, I get dressed in the morning. I. I brush my teeth, I eat breakfast, or maybe you don't, or I have my morning coffee or whatever. Um, it needs to be like that. And it's the same thing if the things of the spirit. Um, yes. And I often say on the show, that's why diet and exercise, along with me pursuing the Lord works so well, because I like visual examples. I often go, it's like this, like when I'm talking yeah. to people, I give it illustrations. And so for me, it's like a living illustration of that and also it helps me too and i'm like lifting and i'm like doing something that's like really hard and i'm like i'm like no dude this is like this is like overcoming this this certain thing or this is like dude you can do it you know and it 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 just it pumps you up so anyway sorry derailing the whole thing it's so good it's so true and you know the bible talks about wherever your treasures are your heart will be also Mm -hmm. and so we want our treasures to be the kingdom of heaven we want our treasures to be jesus you know, he is the pearl. He's the rare gem. Mm-hmm. And, and we want to be seeking him first. And, you know, people will call you like, oh, you're radical. Like, that's what people should be calling you. Mm-hmm. People should be saying, oh, you're radical. If they're not saying that, then, hey, you need to amp it up a little because there's a lot of things God wants to give to you. But because you're not aware and you won't give time to it, they can't come through. 
So, you know, see, just see what happens. Take my, if you feel led by the spirit, listen, do what I'm saying to do. You will see a huge shift in your walk with God. The things you've been desiring, asking for, wanting to see, wanting to know, you've been wanting to get revelation on the scripture, then read the scripture. You've been wanting to have trances and dreams and visions, then get to know God through his word and imagine yourself in the word. Imagine yourself walking down the road with Jesus. Imagine being in the boat with him. Imagine what it was like when he was restoring Peter and, and John was right there and John followed right behind them. Imagine that you were behind John and you'd follow Jesus like that too because you wouldn't want to let him go. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Now back to the show. Like put yourself into the Bible when you read it. See what you're reading. Imagine what it was like when the smell of the perfume filled the house. Imagine sitting there and watching someone's devotion like that. I mean, you know that everyone in that room watching Mary their hearts were wrecked going, why is that not me? Because I know that that's what I would be feeling. If I saw someone lavish all their love on Jesus and I was sitting there stuffing my face, I'd be like, oops. <laughs> you, you'd feel like, oh my gosh, why am I not doing that? So just start to read the Bible. And if you read it like that, it's going to become alive and exciting. And the mm. Holy Spirit will speak to you time and time again through each yeah. and every story. Um, you know, of the gospels, read the gospels, put yourself in them. And it's so powerful. Mm. There's someone, there's someone watching, I'm seeing the comments pop up on our screen and her name's Vicky. And as soon as I saw your name, Vicky, I don't see your picture, but I see, I saw your name. I saw this beautiful flower um, begin to bloom and unfold. And, you know, um, my script, the scripture that the Lord has for you is in Song of Songs. And I believe it's Song of Songs. Okay. It's Song of Songs 2, starting with verse 10 and going to verse 15. Um, and it's talking about how Jesus is calling you away. And, and the season has changed. The bondage of your barren winter has ended. ended. The season of hiding is over and gone. The rains have soaked the earth and left it bright with blossoming flowers. You are a blossoming flower before the Lord. And I see that there's a beautiful fragrance on your time with Jesus and that this is a new season for you. And the Lord has had you catch the foxes in the vineyard that have been destroying your fruit. And I believe this is a beautiful time um, where the Lord's really watering you and there's been seeds that have been sown into you and been pruned away. And God is blessing you in this time. This is going to be a great rest of the year where the world says, oh, all this is happening. God is really putting his fragrance on you. Um, his The Holy Spirit's very strong on you. There's a very a sweet relationship between you and the Holy Spirit. And um, your your season has ended and your your barren winter is over. And Father, I thank you for Vicky. Father, I thank you even for, um, it's a mothering type of anointing. Father, I thank you for bringing people to her, God, that you would have her uh, pour into them, Lord. I thank you for that, that you would bring along young women underneath her, God, that she would begin to pour her wisdom, 
poor what she's been through, even the hard times. Hey, we need to learn from that too. So Father, I thank you for that in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' yeah. mighty name. Hallelujah. Vicky, yes. Thank you, God. Vicky works for us. Oh, really? Yeah. Does that make old... sense? Let me yeah. know if that oh, makes it, sense. I, well, I can tell. I mean, I can say to you it does because she and I were cubicle buddies. Like, she's like, Vicky is one of the coolest people. She's awesome. And everything you said, just from my own knowledge of her life, is spot on. So, Aww. Vicky, let Kelsey know just how much that resonated with you because i know it did <laughs> there's so there's so many names popping through here i see another name where are you they're so fast wow these comments are so fast carissa father i thank you for carissa and father i thank you for the prophetic calling on her life god god i thank you for um the the mouth the anointed mouth of her to speak and and father i ask that during the hard times of her life god that there's been there's been seasons of lots of hiding and lots of almost attacks against you i don't know if it's even in the night season um if it's even through dreams if there's been attacks um against you in that season right now i just take you with me right now, right up to the courts of heaven right now. And I command you enemy over her life. I put a restraining against, against uh, you right now, a restraining order against you right now in the realm of dreams. I command you to get your influence off her life in the realm of dreams in Jesus name. And father, I thank you that the best things take the longest amount of time. And so the best things are hidden. The best, the best gems are always hidden the deepest. And so there's always layers and layers and layers of chipping away um, that seems like the Lord has to do. But I promise you that there will be a season of reaping coming. And Father, I thank you that you have such an anointed um, mouth to speak. You're also very anointed in writing. I, I don't know if it's poetry or it's just writing of the words of God, but there's such a sweet spirit on you. And when you write, Whatever God puts on you, let me tell you, that's impacting many. Even though you think, oh, well, I'm not sure, you know. No, the Holy Spirit, his, his breath is upon your words. His breath is upon your life. And Father, I thank you for anointing her um, to do that task, God. She's already anointed to do that. But Lord, I ask that you would expand her tent pegs. Lord, that you would expand them out, that her influence would begin to reach more and more and more in Jesus' mighty name. And I thank you for the sweetness of who she is, the kindness, you know, the Christ-like nature of you. Um, you know, you're you're so, so sensitive and so sweet in the spirit. I just, I, I can feel that, that you have such a sweet spirit. And Father, I thank you for that sweet spirit in her life, God. And she's a mighty woman of God. And so, Lord, we bless her. And we say yes and amen to all the plans you have for her. And we say, Lord, do it. Expand her tent pegs, God. Put the breath of heaven on her life, God. On her writing, God. Quicken her spirit, God, when she's writing. Let her write things that are not, she doesn't even know where they're coming from, God. Anoint her mouth to speak the prophetic word, God. And give her uh, courage and boldness to say forth what the Lord is saying in this season. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, I thank you for it. Uh, I gave Carissa a very similar word a couple of months ago. You did? Like about writing. So Carissa. Uh-oh, Carissa. You are supposed to be writing. <laughs> you need to go do it because there you go. You just had a confirmation of somebody who had no idea. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, Chris. Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> James Mc. I don't know how to say your last name. McBride. McBride. Yeah, Father, I thank you for James. Father, I thank you for his love. Father, I thank you for the Father's heart that you've placed deep inside of him. God, I thank you that he's a mentor. Lord, that you've anointed him to mentor. And God, the kindness and the love on his heart. You know, you're a really generous man. I just want to say that the Lord's showing me that is you are super generous. Like you will give the shirt off your back to anyone. And the Lord is so pleased with your generosity. And you know, it's like the story of Cornelius when the angel comes to him and said, God has seen your giving and it's ascended up to him like an incense, like a, a sweet smelling incense. And that's the fragrance of your life before the Lord is that it, it ascends up to God all the times that you've been selfless, all the times that you've given, all the times that you've put. And I even feel like you've put stuff on you that you've taken people's stuff on you. You and you and your wife have have been like, oh, we're, we got to take that burden on you. And so all of those heavy things right now, Father, I just thank you that he hands them all to you, God, that all of those those things that have been placed on him right now. Lord, I thank you that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. And God, just lift that now off his shoulders. God, just lift that up right now off his shoulders. And Lord, let him smell the roses of the season he's in, God. Let, let the goodness of the Lord be upon his household, upon his family. Lord, I ask that you open the storehouses of heaven and pour out a mighty blessing upon him. God, I thank you for his, his kind love and the heart of the Father, the wisdom of God that's on his life, um, just to share the things you've walked through with God. But it's a wisdom that's on your life that, that impacts so many, more than you're even aware of. Mm -hmm. And Father, I thank you for the um, mentorship that he has. I thank you for the knowledge of the word. God, I ask that um, the fire of the word of God would begin to blaze and burn brightly in his heart, Lord, that he would pick up the word of God and start to see new things, Lord, that he's never seen before. Holy Spirit, begin to quicken his spirit right now, begin to activate that. God, that when he opens the Bible, he's saying, wow, I never saw that before. Wow, God, thank you. So Lord, I just ask that there be a fresh oil upon his life right now, fresh anointing. Whoa, right there. Yeah, thank you, God. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Fresh anointing upon his life right now as he reads the word, God, that wisdom and revelation would fly off those pages and hit him in the head. And God, he would say, oh, I'm falling in love with the word of God all over again. And the Lord will do something with that because you're, you have such a mentoring and father's heart. Um, the Lord says to you, thank you for listening to my children when others wouldn't. Thank you for giving them an ear and hearing them when others push them aside. So the Father's thanking you for having such a, a generous and kind, open heart, listening um, when others wouldn't listen. You're such a, a blessed man. So I bless you and your wife in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, you keep calling out people that I know. James is a really <laughs> good friend of mine, and I can tell you, that that was so crazy accurate i must be here to just bear witness to like the <laughs> things that you you know uh oh, he has a very important call on his life um 
a very important call. So what you just said is, is huge. Aww. So I know that he is, um, he is uh, very uh, well. I mean, Illumination just said he, his comment. I'm so undone right now. I knew, I knew that was going to happen. He and I were just, just t- on talking last night. So yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. Well, he's so precious to the Lord. He, mm. he's so, so, such a precious man. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. So how much time we're, we're one hour 16. Are we good? Yeah, come on. Let's just rock and roll. Okay. We're good. About. We're so yeah. good. Okay. Thank you. Holy spirit. Jeff, you're, you got to jump in here, bro. I know uh, you're reading the comments. If you feel someone, if you feel, I know, you know, everybody, <laughs> somebody you don't know, <laughs> Lord, thank you for Stephanie. Father, I thank you. Right now, Robikiatiama. Do you know Stephanie? I don't. Okay, jump in. He's looking fresh. Yeah, Stephanie, the Lord shows me that you have like this this exterior that is like a strong woman. Like God has given you the gift of faith where you are a strong warrior for him. Like you'll stand up. I don't know if you have siblings who you like stood up for, but like, I see that you will stand up against things that are right, not right. You feel very strongly for the justice of God. That is, that is something that really burnt. Like if you see something not right happening, or maybe someone saying a word that's not, that's not right or not true or not who God is, you have like the justice of God burning up in your belly. It's like fire shut up in your bones. Um, And it's because you're very prophetic as well, but it's the justice of God is on your life. Also the mercy of God. You've had to show a lot of people mercy through your life, which was not easy um, because some people have, have tried to do you wrong, but you've, you've overcome that and shown them so much mercy, but you're really an end time warrior. And so um, the armor of God is on you in a very strong way. Your personality um, for God is very, very strong. And you'll stand up for what is right. And God will use your voice like a megaphone because you will not bend and bow uh, your knee uh, to, to any God. When all the others bend and bow, you're the one who's like, nope, not doing that. And, and you've been strong for the Lord. And um, he, he, I see like you're, you're like the Lord's megaphone um, that he uses just to, to speak the truth. And so, Father, I thank you for Stephanie. And I thank you that she's a warrior and your end time movement. And God, I thank you that she has the justice of God and the mercy of God on her life. Father, I ask that she would stand up for the brokenhearted those that can't speak for themselves. God, use her voice and anoint her in this time, in this hour. Mm. Use her where she's called to speak the word of the Lord. She won't bend or bow. She's going to break every idol that comes into her path. And God, I bless her life for that. And Father, I call forth her plan and her destiny right now in the realm of the spirit. Angels of God begin to bring the people to help her and come alongside her, begin to lead her into the destiny that you have for, because there's many giftings on your life. Um, 
Uh, and, and the fear of God is one of them. And the church is missing the fear of God. But you're going to help restore the fear of God into the church, into the small groups you're at, into the community you're at. The fear of God's on your life. And um, it's a beautiful thing because we need it now more than ever. We need the warriors of God to really rise up and shine. And you are that bright, shining light. And so we bless you in Jesus' name. Mm. Well, I don't have a word for one particular person. I have a word for everybody. And I see um, the Lord. I was lo- I've been looking at you know the past couple of weeks, you guys engaging with one another, praying for one another, people who come in who are suicidal, people who come in who have drug addiction. You guys jump on them right away. And I just heard the Lord say like, you are the ministry team of Elijah yes. Fire because we, are, I will tell everybody that we are on the verge of seeing a big influx of people who maybe aren't Christian, maybe aren't uh, familiar with this, who aren't, um, and it's going to be you guys engaging with them in the mm-hmm. comments and that you guys have just as much ability to witness to these people to prophesy yes. over these people as I do or as any other guest does because this move that we are in is not about one person a group yes. of people this is the whole body moving yes. in one accord and so I just bless the people watching this uh God I just thank you that you are you are promoting everyone so yes. that no one gets the glory but you And so we just declare that you are worthy, Lord. You are worthy. And so, God, I just speak confidence. I speak boldness over the body of Christ, that they are commissioned just as I am commissioned, just as Kelsey is commissioned to bring forward the good news to the world. I want to encourage you in this too, is when you get around people who will move with the Holy Spirit, that's going to stir the giftings in you. So just us being on here and praying and prophesying, that's stirring something in you. That's igniting the gift in you as well. So get around groups of people who prophesy, get, you know, Saul prophesied when he get, when he got around the school of the prophets. You know, get around people who operate in the gifts and get around people who are strong in the Lord and and learn and start to be part of what they're doing. And God will use you in a powerful way. But yeah, every single person on this broadcast has such a calling and anointing on their life because you have Jesus. Mm-hmm. You're, if you say yes, you're going to shake the kingdom of hell and you're going to do incredible things for Jesus. If you say yes, it is that that simple. Say yes. Every day, take steps with God, always more and more towards him. Smith Wigglesworth said, if you're not moving forward every day, you're a backslider. And so you don't want to be a backslider. You want to move forward every single day with God. Get more, know more about him. Watch shows like this. Read your Bible. Watch other ministers. Learn. Keep learning more about God. And the more you learn, the more he's going to pour into you, the more it's going to pour out of you. And just begin to live a life like that. Um, it's it's really, really powerful. I could, yeah, I, I could be on here for a while. You guys are pulling so hard. Oh my gosh, my spirit is like, <laughs> I feel you guys in the spirit. Oh, you're pulling my spirit man so hard for, for words right now. Every word's 
person listening. Yeah. So Father, I just bless them. God, I just bless them. And Lord, I thank you that they're so beautiful to you. They're so special to you. They're so unique to you. And Holy Spirit, right now, I ask that you give them each a word. So right now, I want you to just close your eyes. Just don't think about anything. Just look to Jesus right now. The Holy Spirit's going to speak to your heart an individual word right now. I'm going to ask him a question and he's going to answer it. And it's a word to you. So Holy Spirit, I ask that you would answer this question within each and every heart, within each and every spirit. Lord Jesus, how do you see me? Lord, how do you see them? <laughs> oh, hallelujah. I literally see myself. I don't know what you guys are seeing. I'm seeing myself in combat boots holding a bow and arrow with a flaming <laughs> a flaming arrow in this huge field. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm. Yeah, just begin to type in, share with us what, what God's showing you or what he's telling you right now because it's so precious. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm. Yes, Lord. Mm, yes, Lord. Mm, yes, Lord. Wow, I feel the presence of God so strong right now, guys. Mm -hmm. It's pushing me back in my chair. Mm. Yes, Lord. Someone says, I see myself as a fireball, like Elijah. Meg said, I'm dancing and surfing and laughing, everything I love. Lisa said, I'm standing on a mountaintop up in the clouds wearing a white robe. I'm young. And I'm holding up a sword and a cup into the air. Whoa, come on, mm. Lisa. So powerful. Someone said, I saw the Lord putting down footprints and on new shores, so to speak. Nikki said, I'm ascending to the heavens and flying. Nice. Wow, come on. Hal said, digging with a pickaxe. Oh, Hal, you're digging with a pickaxe? Oh, I don't know. Are you, are you, um, are you a pastor? Do you have a, a pastoral anointing uh, on your life? If, if the Lord's showing you that, I'm thinking that you have a uh, either a counseling or a pastoral call on your life because um, the Lord's going to use you to dig up those. Um, he says no. He's not a pastor. Oh, do you have you felt to do any type of counseling or anything like that? Do you give a lot of advice to friends? Do a lot of friends come to you, ask for advice because if you're digging up that hard ground, God's going to use you to really dig up hearts and soften hearts for his kingdom. Wow. The wind mm. is so strong up there. Mm. Come on. Beautiful. Someone said, oh, let me go back to that. 
I was a diamond in a sapphire setting. Wow. <laughs> Come on. You guys are awesome. We got a bunch of seers on here. You guys know what 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 closed vision. So all of you who saw something, you're having a closed vision right now. Just so you know, that is a closed vision. God is showing you things. So uh, we talked about closed visions uh, earlier in the show. So you guys are are having that right now. I saw myself. Uh, Crystal says I saw myself praying for others, laying hands on people. I've seen that before, but I don't know what that means yet. It means exactly that, Crystal, that God's going to use you in a powerful way to pray for others, lay hands on the sick. You'll see them recover. Um, you know, you have a ministry. You may not be launched in it fully yet, but God's going to really use you to touch many, many lives. So start with your church. Start right where you're at. Start with your friends, your family, your kids, your coworkers, your own church. Um, God's going to use you in ministry in a strong way. Wow. Come on. Praise God. These are so awesome. You guys are so awesome. I mean, you guys should be on here. Jeez, Jeff, you got an anointed group of people here. Awesome. I can't take any credit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you guys keep, this is how you interact with God. So ask him a question, you know, start, start asking him, who am I? God, what are the plans that you have for me? Lord, what will you have me to do today? You can really start Oh, God bless you, Emily. Oh, she's so sweet. God bless you, Emily Ramirez. She's you're so sweet. Um, so you know, you start, you start with that. God, what do you have me to do today? And um, just begin to let the Lord show you different things. And this is how believers walk every day, guys. This is an everyday thing. Um, and then you can start to ask God about other people. So I'll ask God, what's on your heart for Jeff? So I'll say, you know, to the Lord, I'll say. Lord, how do you see Jeff? And then I'll I'll just receive what God um, has for me, which is, I can't say that because every time I say, God, how do you see Jeff? I'm not even joking. I see like Jedi robe on <laughs> Jeff and it's hilarious. Oh. Remember I told you angels wear Jedi robes? Yes. So funny. Because um, it's just, I just see that. But, you know, so you can do this every single day. So. I hope that this helped you understand about dreams and visions and living in the realm of the spirit and, and what it's like. I'm so sad. This is our last episode. I know it went so fast. I was like, I know. Oh my goodness. It's episode four. Um, but the amazing thing about it is this, anybody who you can go back and watch these episodes because God's word is living. And we talked a lot about scripture. God's presence was very much in this whole thing. You can go back and get more. God wants to reveal more. And you can rewatch that whole ministry session that we had and still get blasted by more stuff in the spirit. Like that's what's so amazing about this. And then what's also amazing is we can literally come back with the exact same notes, do four more episodes, and it could be totally different. It would be that's totally the amazing different. Amazing part about it. That's like the amazing part about this. So, um, Kelsey, can you just pray? Uh, maybe, I don't know. Uh, maybe I just hear the word blessing. Can you just pray a blessing over, yes. over the, the people? Yes. Father, thank you, first of all, for every beautiful heart that's on here. And Father, thank you for your precious children. They are just that. They're so precious. And God, I ask that you would bless them and keep them. Lord, that you would make your face shine upon them and be gracious to them, that you would lift your countenance upon them, God, and you would give them peace.
Lord, I ask that you would bless their families. I ask that you would bless what they put their hands to. Lord, I ask that you would bless their relationships. Lord, I ask that you would bless their finances. Lord, I ask that you would bless their homes. Lord, I ask that you would bless where they work. You would bless their church. Lord, I ask that you would bless their heart to know you deeper still. Let the blessings of heaven come upon your children. Let the blessings of heaven be upon these sweet ones that are listening and are going to listen to this, God. Would your suddenlies and your surprises of your goodness wreck our lives? Lord, would your blessings just come one after another like the seashore, just waves that just pound us with your goodness? Let our testimonies be ones that say we are blessed, that no matter what we do, no matter what times we live in, God, we're blessed because we're in covenant with you, that we're blessed because we have your son, that we're blessed because we live in the realm of the spirit. Oh, Father, bless our spirits. Oh, Father, bless our eyes to see. Oh, Father, bless our ears to hear. Bless our mouth to speak your word. Lord, pour out your blessings upon our lives, God, upon our families' lives, upon our children, upon our husbands, upon our wives. Lord, let the blessings of heaven be upon your people in this time. Lord, let people see us and call us blessed. And Father, we thank you for it. We thank you for what you're doing. God, we look to you and we say no storm can ever overtake us. No bad news can cripple us. No, no lie of the enemy can shake us, that we're standing on the rock, God. And no matter what wind and waves come in this time, Lord, that we are on the rock, they're never going to knock us down because we have Christ in us, the hope of glory. And Lord, I thank you that we're full of hope and we're full of glory. And God, I thank you that your presence rests upon your people. Your glory rests upon them, that they are glory carriers, that they are fire starters, that they are blessed in every single way. God, let them never be ones who say, oh, I'm begging for this. I need this. God, let them always trust in you. And Father, your word says that that you've never seen a son or daughter of God begging for bread, forsaken, where you've not been faithful. God, you're so faithful. Remind us today of your faithfulness, of your goodness. Lord, I ask that you lead all these precious hearts listening, all these ones, all your children, God, that you would just lead them into the perfect will that you have for them. God, pick them up where they're at right now and put them on the right path. Lord, lead them and guide them in every single step that they have, Lord. Hold their hands tight. Lord, hold them tight during this time, God, and we thank you for it. We put all our trust in you, God. We put all our hope in you. Jesus, you are the hope of our calling. <laughs> Give us endurance and strength. Give us fresh insight, fresh vi vision, fresh wisdom. Mm, yes, Lord. Yes. Lord, the new, pour out the new upon them. Pour out the fresh upon them that you have right now from heaven. 
Lord, give us fresh bread every day, fresh water, fresh wine. There's no stale food at your banqueting table. There's no stale bread, no moldy fruit. Everything is full of life at your banqueting table. So, Lord, bring us there every day and let us feast upon you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Let your glory, let the weight of your glory fall upon them, Lord. Mark their lives, I pray. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Let the joy of the, the Lord be their strength. Let joy be upon them in this time, God. Let them laugh for no reason. Let them laugh just like you do at the devil's plans. Let them look at the plans of the devil and just laugh. God, let the joy be upon your church. Raise up your church. Raise up your bride, God. Your true sons and daughters. You're equipping us. You're accelerating us, God. I thank you. I thank you for that. I see you doing that, God. I acknowledge it's you. We acknowledge it's you, God. And we thank you for every perfect gift that comes down from the Father of lights in whom there's no shifting shadows, God. We acknowledge you for every gift you've given us. Let us come even closer to your heart, God, than any past generation. God, bring us up closer to your heart. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Well, everybody, anything we talk about, we always put, if it's if it's vital for you to know, we always put it in the description. Kelsey's email is in the description. It's always in the description. So you can always count on that, at least that. <laughs> so all that stuff, how to follow her, how to contact her, that's all in the description. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> so Kelsey, thank you so much. This was awesome. Like this was. Oh, I love, I love being on with you, Jeff. Well, I can't, I, I can't toot your horn enough. We, we, I love you so much. Oh, you guys are awesome. You. Well, I love you too, Kelsey. You're, you're like a, you're like a, like a sister. You're like, I know. <laughs> yeah. we're family now. Well, yeah. we are family. We'll be family in heaven. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, rejoice in what God did in you and through you during this episode. And that's going to just keep multiplying and multiplying in Jesus name. So everybody be blessed. Have an amazing weekend and we'll see you next week. Bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.